0: Welcome to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor that also has anxiety and panic attacks. I'm super passionate about helping people work through the struggles that come with having mental illness. In this podcast, I'll be talking about some of my own experiences with mental health, as well as some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned to help not only myself, but some of the clients I've worked with. So if you're ready for some real talk about mental health that's going to help you feel a little less alone in this crazy world, then let's get to. It. Hello and welcome back to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name is Heather, and in this episode, we're going to be continuing our Powerhouse Woman Live 233 Speaker Series. This is going to be episode four, and in this episode, we are going to be covering. Amy Porterfield. So, for those of you that don't know who Amy Porterfield is, let me give you a little synopsis. Emmy or Amy is an ex corporate girl turned online marketing expert and CEO of a multi million dollar business. During her corporate days, Amy worked with mega brands like Harley Davidson as well as peak performance coach Tony Robbins. Through her best selling book, digital courses, and top ranked top ranked marketing podcast, online marketing made easy. Amy has helped hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs turn in their two weeks notice and trade burnout for freedom, income, and impact. Amy's work has been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, CNBC, Business Insider, Entrepreneur, and more. Her company has twice been awarded the Inc. 500 Award, 5000 Award as one of the fastest growing privately held companies in the U.S. today. She runs her growing business from Nashville, Tennessee, where she lives with her husband and their labradoodle, so this is another speaker I really hadn't heard of before the event. But she was one that just a lot of the stuff she was saying really resonated with me and really just kind of was like, kept being like those hit after hit after type. You're like, oh my God, like, <laughs> how did I not know this stuff before? But a lot of it was stuff that I feel like I should have known. But it was stuff that's like when somebody else says it like a different way, you kind of like, it kind of clicks and makes sense. The first thing that she said was kind of a big quote. I feel like a lot of us in the room were like, damn, like, what? And I think I may mentioned it in my um, Instagram live that I did, if you listen to that, which the quote was, no one told me I wasn't worthy, but no one told me I was either. Like, that was one of those, like, hit me in the face quote moments, because it's like one of those things where you're like, no told me I wasn't able to do something, but no one told me I could do it either. It kind of goes around to the, like, not getting the support, not getting, like, the push that you need, but you're also not always going to get the push. It's like you kind of need to, like, reframe yourself to, like, be positive and to make your goals happen because no one's going to make them work happen for you. Like I said, that was one of those moments when it's like, no one told me I wasn't worthy, but no one told me I was either. It also kind of makes put into perspective, too, that it's like, we really should be, like, nicer to each other. And it's, like, I feel like I try to, like, go out of my way to, like, try to compliment people or try to be nice to people. But I feel like a lot of times, though, we live in this society where we tend to point out things that are wrong before we point out things that are right. But this is also something that I've kind of learned when working with kids is positive reinforcement can be so much more effective than negative reinforcement because I feel like a lot of times... If we constantly yell at a kid and you keep yelling at them, they learn that they're only going to get attention when they're negative versus if you just, like, tend to focus more on the positive things they're doing, they're going to realize, hey, I'm getting attention by being positive. And then they're going to try and, like, then they'll, you would hope, would tend to do more positive things. But that's another thing where it's like positive reinforcement is tense. We tend to focus more on that, at least where I work at. And it's something that I try to focus on more because I feel like a lot of times, like I said, we get caught up in this, we need to yell at people or we need to tell people when they're doing something wrong. But I think a lot of times, at least in my cases, I know when I've done something wrong, I don't need someone to tell me I have. Like, if anything, someone telling me I did something wrong just makes me feel crappier. It makes me be like, well, I really like a piece of shit. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? like i don't need you to point out what i did wrong if anything it's more helpful for you to be like how can we fix this like we way more of a problem solver than like a problem pointer outer the next thing she said that kind of that moving on to the next thing is are you allowing your worthiness to be defined by other people and this is another one that i think a lot of people do because we feel like we need validation we feel like if we don't have other people's approval, then what we're doing may not be right. But I think at the end of the day, there are things and dreams and stuff that people aren't going to understand. And because they don't understand it, they may not support it. And even if you don't have the support, it doesn't mean that the thing that you're trying to do isn't worth doing. It doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing it. You have to start learning to... Define your worthiness based on yourself and your own thoughts and your own perspective versus needing to get it from everywhere else around you because, at the end of the day, that's not healthy. And it also kind of just puts you in this negative mindset of like that you have if you don't have approval, you're not doing something right, but like you're not always going to give approval in different places, especially with different people. Some people just don't give approval, or if they do, it's really hard to get. And then if you're constantly seeking out that, like, validation or you're constantly seeking out those compliments, it's you're going to find yourself so wrapped up in trying to get those things that if you don't get them, it's going to cause kind of like a like a domino effect where you're so, like, defining your day based on whether someone gave you a compliment or not. And that's not really what life should be. And it's also not healthy for your mental health. At the end of the day, the only person whose opinion on your worthiness should matter is your own. And it's great if people do compliment you. Obviously, it makes you feel good. But at the end of the day, those compliments shouldn't be the thing that defines whether your day was good or bad. It shouldn't be the thing that defines whether you're worthy of something or not. You have to not be afraid to bet on yourself and like be behind what you want to do. Because if you don't support yourself... If you don't believe in yourself, how can you expect anybody else to, right? I think that's so strong and so powerful because I think, like I said, a lot of times we define our happiness or we define our worthiness based on if other people around us, like, support what we're doing. But, like, a lot of times you don't get the support in the beginning until people see what's happening and they start to see the work you're putting in and they start to see results, That's when you start getting that, like, reward type stuff or the worthiness part. But at the end of the day, you have to push through that and bet on yourself and be like, you know what? I'm going to do this regardless of what anybody else thinks. Because if it's something you think is worth doing, then you have to try. And you can't can't wait until other people support you or you can't wait until other people tell you it's okay to do it. Because the other people aren't going to be the ones doing the work you are. So you have to bet on yourself. You have to put the work in. You have to do the things. And at the end of the day, when you reach that final goal, you can say what Amy told us to say. And it's one of those things that you never really hear people say. But it's something that's so powerful. And I want to say it to you guys. Which is like, if somebody tells you that you did something really well, you're like, thanks. I worked hard and I deserve it. Like, how many times have you ever heard someone say when they, like, maybe they win an award or maybe they got a promotion, they say, I deserve it. A lot of times you find people backpedal and they're like, I don't deserve this. Like, what did I do to deserve this? It's like, what did you do to deserve this? You worked your butt off and you did all these different things to get to where you are. Be proud of that. Don't sit there and question why you're getting something or why you should deserve it. You deserve it because you're a good person and you put the work in. Be proud of that. And tell everybody, yeah, I deserve it. I worked really freaking hard to get to where I am. I deserve to feel happy. I deserve to be happy in this moment. But like I said, I think a lot of people don't do that because we get caught up in the, like, especially if your mental health is really bad, you get caught up in the, the doubt and the negativity of like, why do I, what did I do to deserve this? I don't deserve this. And I've seen so many clients I work with. That when you give them compliments or you tell them something they're sort of like, no, you don't mean that. It's like, why, like, I feel like it's not like, even for me sometimes I do this. That I've come to learn that people don't compliment you unless they mean it. Like, I don't think I've ever heard anyone go out of their way to give someone a compliment they didn't mean. And I feel like it's almost like insulting to the person giving the compliment if you're like, you don't mean that. It's like... Of course they mean it. No one goes out of their way to give someone a compliment they don't mean. And if they do, well, that's just silly. Like, don't do that. Like, give, if someone, if you're giving someone a compliment, be genuine about it and mean it. Don't just say it just because you feel like you need to. Like I said, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone giving someone a compliment that they don't mean. You deserve all the compliments that you get. You deserve all the work, all the achievements, and all the success that you have. Because you worked hard for it and you deserve it. You don't need anyone to tell you to do anything. You only need yourself to. You don't need anyone to tell you where you need to go, what you need to be doing. The only person who can tell you what you need to do is you. You can have mentors. You can have all those different things. They can give you all the tools. They can give you all the tricks, all the different things. But at the end of the day, you are the one that defines your destiny. Nobody else does. You decide if you're going to put the work in. You decide if what your dreams are, if they're worth accomplishing. You don't need anybody to tell you what you need to do. Your choices are your own and they shouldn't be anybody else's. And I feel like that's something I struggled with for a really long time is I felt like in order to get approval, I needed other people's opinions and other people's advice and other people's things and this and that. But it's like at the end of the day... The people that you're asking the opinions on, they're not going to be doing what you're doing. You are. So if it's something that you want to do, you don't need anyone to tell you to do it. Just do it. You know? I mean, obviously, don't do it if it's something dangerous, something that's going to get you hurt. But, like, if it's something that's on your mind it's something that you're dreaming of doing, then do it. Do the things that you need to do for yourself, You don't need anyone to tell you to do it. Whether it be with your mental health, if you need to take a mental health day, do it. The amount of times I've had to tell people, like, it's okay to take a mental health day, like, don't feel sorry about that. We all do it. We all have those days where we're just like, I just need a day to just be alone, be myself, do my mental health, and I'll be better the next day. But there's a caveat on that that I like to tell people is, like, it's okay to do it every once in a while, but if you're doing, like, a mental health day, like, every other day, or, like, every other week, like, once a week or every other week, like, that may be a sign that there's something more going on with your mental health that you may need to go, whether if you're already not in therapy or if you're talking to a therapist, talking those things through with them to kind of figure out, like, why do I need to be having a mental health day this often? Because a lot of times, if you're having to take a mental health day that often, there's something else deeper going on, whether it be you're burnt out, whether it be that maybe you're depressed, anxious, any combination of any things, something else. But it's important to look into those things so that it doesn't become a spiral out of control. And it's better to notice it ahead of time versus waiting until it's you've hit rock bottom. So that makes sense. The next thing that I wanted to talk about is this thought of what's keeping you safe. Or like what's keeping you safe is what's keeping you stuck. What is your shield? What are your limiting beliefs? What is your self-doubt shield that's holding you back? And I think that's something that goes along with that thought of like the being uncomfortable. I feel like a lot of times we get stuck in our comfort zones and we are afraid to leave that safe little bubble because it's safe. And it's what we know. People don't like to know the unknown. I don't like the unknown. I'm like, no, I'm sitting, I'll am stay over here in my little bubble. But I've also learned That some of the best things I've ever done have happened because I put myself out of my comfort zone and I tried it and I made myself uncomfortable. And the only way you're ever going to become comfortable with something that makes you uncomfortable is by trying it and doing it. And it's scary, it's freaky, and it may be uncomfortable for a little while, but you have to also remember that the feeling of being uncomfortable doesn't last forever. It's like any other feeling, it's going to be there for some period of time. Eventually, it goes away. And I think that's the thing that I think some people get stuck on is this, I don't want to feel it at all. Well, if you're not willing to feel it at all, then you can't be surprised when things, when you're stuck in the same place. Because you have to be willing to leave that comfort zone and be uncomfortable for a little while. And that's something that I had to do with my mental health, especially, is like, I could have very easily just like. Especially when it was really bad. I could have just stayed at home. Stayed in my bed and just felt sorry for myself. And been like, I'm not doing this. I'm just going to feel sorry for myself. I'm going to lay in bed all day and be sad. But I was like, no. One day I was just like, I can't keep living like this. As much as it's going to make me uncomfortable, I need to go see a therapist. And I, this is not something I've ever really talked about. Like, the first, like, for years, I have family members being like, you should go to therapy. Like, all this stuff has happened, all these different things. And I was like, no, I don't need therapy. I'm fine. But it was kind of one of those things where it's like, I probably should have gone to therapy sooner. But it was one of those things I was kind of in denial of. And like, I'm comfortable where I'm at. If I start going to see somebody, it's going to open up a bunch of stuff and things that I'm not ready to talk about. But also going along with therapy and going down this little rabbit hole for a second, I truly believe that you cannot force someone to go to therapy. I think that someone ha- if someone's not willing to go and you're pushing them, you're wasting your time. I think you can encourage somebody to go. But at the end of the day, it's their choice. And nine times out of ten, if you force someone to go, they're not going to be fully invested in it. And they may half-ass it. And they're not going to get what they need out of it. They're just going to go and... I don't want to say waste people's time. But they're going to go and waste their own time. And they're not going to get anything out of it. Because they're not going to put anything into it. I always say with therapy... You get what you put into it. You get out of it what you put into it. If you're being honest and you're putting in the work, you're going to get a ton out of it. But if you're just going in there every week and just bullcrapping and lying and not really trying or doing anything, you're not going to get much out of it. And it's not the time for you. I think everybody should experience therapy at least once in their life because I think it truly can be life-like life-changing and it can really help you work through things that maybe you didn't realize you needed to work through but I truly feel like people should experience it at least once in their life because it can be uncomfortable but I think sometimes those uncomfortable things that you don't want to talk about are the things you need to talk about but it's all about when you're ready to do that like even if you just get the feeling like I don't want to but I know I need to like just go and try it if you don't like it you don't have to go back But I always say at least go once or twice, try it, see how it goes, and then go from there. Because I don't think anyone expects you to fully invest in therapy if you're not ready for it. And I think that's something that with most great, good therapists, they're going to understand and they'll be there when you're ready. But I think, like I said, at the end of the day, it's all about when you're ready to go. And, But there also may never be like, I'm trying to say this i think there are times when you're like i'm gonna wait until i'm ready you may never be ready but it's when you get that feeling of like i need to just go and just see what happens but i think if you're in a negative mind space and you're like this is stupid i don't want to go like you're not going to get anything out of it if you are going to go to therapy just go in open-minded that would be the best that's the best advice i think i can give is to go in open-minded and be honest. Those would be like the two biggest things if you've never been to therapy and you're thinking of going. Be open-minded and be honest. Those are like big, big things because I feel like if you're not being honest about things that are going on with you, then people cannot be there to help you because people don't actually know what's going on. And if you want help with different things, you have to be honest with what's going on. You can't lie to them and expect them to be helped. Then be mad that they're not able to help you, because you are not being honest. Does that make sense? So, like I said, every, the there are here, there are three main things going back to Amy, because I feel like I went down like a mental hole, rabbit hole, but it's, it's what I do. There are three main things that I want you guys to work on. Every day you need to get uncomfortable. Even if it's just something little. Like maybe forcing yourself to talk to someone. Like talk to someone new. Maybe it's um, going to a store you wouldn't normally go to. Like doing like a little thing that can make you uncomfortable. But it's also something that's going to help you grow. Like obviously I'm not going to say like go do something uncomfortable that's dangerous. Like no. Don't do that. But like do something that's going to push you out of your comfort zone. But it's going to eventually help you to grow. Number two. Consider the source of, like, the negative energy or the things that people are telling you. Consider the source of that. Because I think a lot of times, this goes back to what I talked about with Lori's, with, like, the comments and different things. Consider the source of where these comments are coming from. If it's not coming from somebody that's investing in you, if it's not coming from somebody that's paying your bills, anything of that sort then they're probably not, or unless there's somebody that you've not consider the source, meaning, are they someone paying your bills? Are they investing in you? Are they family that you really care about their opinion? If it's not any of those things, then they may not be necessarily the source that you need to worry about. Or they may not be words that you need to be holding on to in a negative way. And then the last thing is be willing to burn it down and build it back better. Be willing to let it go and be willing to start at zero again. It goes back to be willing to be a beginner. Because I think that's something that so many of us struggle with is we get still caught up in our comfort zones that we're not willing to be a beginner again to get to the next level. Because I feel like each level is like a new beginning. And if you're not willing to be a new beginner again, then you're never going to make it to the next level. And you're just going to stay stuck. And I don't know about you. But I don't want to stay stuck in the same place forever. I want to continue to grow. And evolve. And be the next level me that I can be. Because like I said. At the end of the day. You are the only person. That controls your life. And. Your. Well-being. Should be the most important thing to you. So. That is all I have for you today. And the next speaker series episode, we're gonna be focusing on the we're gonna be focusing on the two women that had their powerhouse moment. The speakers of Jenna Koffenstein. she is my good friend. I adore her, she is amazing, and the also amazing Sarah Foley. You will be hearing from them in the next episode. They are amazing. You're gonna be you're gonna love them as much as I did. And until the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you enjoyed the episode. And until next time, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so freaking much for listening. If you connected with any part of the episode today, I would love it if you shared it on your Instagram story. Also, make sure to tag me in it so I can thank you for sharing and showing the podcast some love. I am so incredibly grateful for you allowing me to be a part of your daily routine. So until next time, remember, it gets easier.